it's your boy dreams from the notorious mass effect whether you're a gamer anime fan or pop culture aficionado loot crate's got you covered founded in 2012 loot crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes loot crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment gaming sports and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates produce interactive experiences and digital content and film original video productions in its first five years loot crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe no matter what you geek about loot crate has a subscription box for you exclusive collectibles apparel and gear delivered to your door so why wait subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com. What's going on internet, analytic here aka dreams and I would like to welcome you to mine, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I am your hip hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of R&B mixed in. For episode 63 we're going to be getting into Lizzo and Cardi B, rumors, YNW Melly, just a matter of slime, Marvel's Avengers, War for Wakanda, then we're going to be ending with Sway Lee and Jack Harlow, Ball is Life. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I've got my intro out of the way, let's switch it up and get into Lizzo and Cardi B rumors. They don't know I do it 
it for the culture, oh man. They say I should watch the stuff I post, come on man. Say I'm turning big girls into pros, come on man. They say I get groupies at my shows, come on man. All the rumors are true, yeah. What you heard, that's true, yeah. yeah. Him and you, yeah. If you believe I do that, had to cut them all loose, yeah. NDA ain't no loose lips. Now they all tryna sue me. Psh, I don't give two lips. All the rumors are true, yeah. I've been in the bamboo, yeah. Focused on this music. My ex man, he blew it. So, Lizzo and Cardi B has shut down quote-unquote rumors as the track rumors has arrived in a new music video now i haven't watched the, the music video yet um i was going to watch it but just decided not to at the last minute it really just wasn't that deep <laughs> but actually getting to the track the quality of the track i feel like it's definitely a hit single I feel like it's going to be towards the top three. I remember talking about Cardi B not too long ago. And the biggest thing about Cardi B is I feel like she's like the female version of Drake. And what I mean by that is she literally had a whole different famous lifestyle and then kind of switched it up and started doing music. And kind of with Drake, he was an actor for the Grassy. And then he started rapping and then he just blew up. And it just so happened he was he was from canada also so then then there's that but with cardi b i mean of course people know her for her past um job or i think i'm pretty sure that's job do they like so when you when you had a i wouldn't know but when you had a strip club do they like clock in to clock out like that's kind of i don't i don't know anyways cardi b was a famous stripper back before she started making music and then so now now she's making music and it's more of like pop. It's not as hip hop as she used to be. Like it's still good. Don't get me wrong. I still I'm a huge Cardi B fan. But with Cardi B in uh, Offset, Offset is the one that really kind of put that light on Cardi B, which is kind of which is I think that's the really honestly I think that's the only reason Cardi B keeps going back to Offset because he technically believed in her before anybody else did in the industry like offset definitely hit hit it big with with cardi b like as far as finding her talent because he wasn't just with her as a person he was also helping her out and in, in having features on her tracks like i remember tracks that he would hop on that wouldn't really get that much traction but it, he would still be on it because it was his girl at the time and now she's this huge pop star but this is about Lizzo. So <laughs> getting into Lizzo's part of the track, I feel like she has some of the more replayable quotables on this track. So as far as stuck on rumors, like, like that just sounds like a hit. Like the way she's saying stuck on rumors, like when you hear that, you was like, okay, this this track is out of here. Like it's just, I mean, obviously Lizzo can sing, but after listening to this track, it's just like, yeah, she's just on another level as far as like stardom because the production wise is very clean very perfect in a way that the chorus verse and then the bridge going into the chorus is just smooth smooth transitions with no breaks in between and you can really tell they took a lot of time to put this track together as they are addressing a lot of different rumors i guess circulating the internet i assume 
with Lizzo clearing up something that I think didn't need to, need to be cleared up at all. Talking about the GOAT. And people know who I'm talking about when I say the GOAT. You know, Aubrey Graham. Come on, you know. Don't be disrespectful. But, <laughs> but yeah. But um, she she cleared up something about him that I don't think anybody ever, like, thought of. Like, I don't think that was a passing thought in anybody's mind. But for some reason, she wanted to end her verse by, by saying that, you know, and going to a bridge. But... but to each his own but uh i think she actually said why she did it because i mean that's just a it's just weird you know but um in the interview she was asked that exact same question and she just said she name dropped drake because male rappers name drop female artists all the time or just fem famous female icons and talking about wanting to sleep with them and instantly the thing that pops up in my head is the when Meek Mill said, I, I want Lori Harvey on my wish list. And so that makes sense of what, what Lizzo is trying to compare it to. Like, oh, guys can do it, but girls can't. So that makes sense. But it's just so far out there. You know, it's just like, I mean, of course, Lizzo is a popular figure, but I don't know. It's, I, it's, I don't know. That's... Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to comment on that, but uh, basically, I feel like it's a little different. You know, I feel like it was it was more with, with with the male rappers. They usually talk about the celebrity. No, I guess they do talk about celebrity. They, they could really like never have a chance at. But anyways, um, <laughs> so getting into the rest of the track, I didn't watch the music video. As I said, I don't know how it was made or, or how it was. Um, how it went but but looking at screenshots it seemed like it went well cardi b is usually in some of the best music videos like the the best hip-hop music videos out there so whoever's directing her videos or whoever's directing whoever's advising her on what videos to take because i remember the wop <laughs> the wop the wop video with with megan the stallion and that was pretty interesting from a from a male standpoint <laughs> so well no no like i'm not male there wasn't males in there just from my perspective it was interesting to watch the whole video that's what i'm trying to say i'm not trying to say i don't know if there was any males in there but definitely wasn't watching for the males let's just make that clear <laughs> but um so this track is pretty fire i think this track is gonna just do numbers honestly like this is one of those that the label's gonna work i don't know what label lizzo's on i'll have to look that up actually i could probably look that up right about now let me see so apparently lizzo's on atlantic either lizzo's on atlantic aka nice life recording which is like a sub um, I forget how it works like you have the big labels and then you have like lower labels to like specifically work on you but bigger la label Atlantic I mean of course you have Cardi B on here she's from Atlantic so that's that's, that's a given <laughs> Cardi B definitely runs Atlantic at this point like she's probably the most the best selling artist on Atlantic a, a second uh, will probably be Little Baby well I really don't know uh, Atlantic has a pretty good roster but Little Baby and Cardi B is like out of here, out of here. So it's, I would think they're the top two, and Cardi's definitely number one, especially with markability factor. But anyways, let me play the snippet so y'all can get more of a taste of rumors and how it came together. 
I believe, yeah, okay, so this is the Cardi B part of the track. So I'm gonna play the Cardi B part as a snippet. So here's Rumors with Lizzo and Cardi B. As you can tell, the chemistry is there. The dynamic, not really a back and forth, but the way Cardi came in was just, she was definitely riding the beat. And that's like a phrase like for rappers, not like, I don't know. Female female artists, you gotta be like careful for a certain type of analogies that 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 is like common in the hip hop space. But riding the beat means like when you're rapping and you're, why am I explaining this? Anyways, she she is doing great as far as performing her her track and the so yeah the the performance of the verse was nice definitely led into the chorus uh, Lizzo did her thing the replayability factor on this track is through the roof so my ending statements on this track is that it's gonna be a hit and if it's not it's already a hit and I'm just waiting to see how big of a hit it's gonna be. But I do have so click my link here in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. Do you have do you think rumors will end up being bigger than WAP with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion? And so yeah, that's the question that I would like for y'all to answer. Now we're gonna switch it up and get into YNW Melly, just a matter of slime. Yariko, I'm not gonna lie, that's one of my favorite tracks of 2020. Wait, are we in 20? What year are we in? Just one second. That's like no time is flying. I forget what year we in. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think that's good in general. But anyway, so we are in 
2021. So let me retract, redact, redact that statement. I don't know what it, however the, I think it's redact. Anyways, Pieces is one of my favorite tracks of 2021. There we go. That's how I wanted to intro the segment. So with YNW Melly, he's came out. He has, well, YNW Melly's in jail, but his label has put out uh, a compilation of, of, it's an album, but it's like, is it really YNW? I mean, YNW Melly's been in jail. It's not like he's recording currently. The only time he's recording is when he's like rapping through a voice note on the iPhone and sending it to his label. Like that's the only, it's no, he's not in the studio for this. So his label released his this latest album called Just a Matter of Slime with Little Baby, Lil Uzi Vert, Future, uh, and a lot of and a lot more artists. Like this is not a post hummus album because obviously YNW Melly's still alive. He's just in jail. But at the same time, these type of albums where they are either dead or in jail. It's, it's interesting the type of tactics the label uses to put a lot of big name artists all over the album like it's almost like they're putting together s- scraps you know what i mean like they're, and they're trying to make it seem like oh no he just has so many songs we're just picking the best ones i feel like they're, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel with the and not as not quality wise let me just say that like i like this album not quality wise but as far as just how what type of verses and what what completed songs they have from YNW Melly I, I feel like it's scarce and that just show, that just is even more ex- exemplified on this album as there's so many features on here it's like everybody is DJ Khaled nowadays I mean you, you even saw the feature list with Kanye West himself like it's just like it's just crazy like it's just everybody just wants to be DJ Khaled now like even Amigos album Drake's album, I don't even know if that like J. Cole, I feel like will have the most regular album of the year. Like as far as just himself producing what what he does as an artist. For all these other artists, it's like it's, it's good to have features, but it's just like no and Rod Wave. Rod Wave did have he didn't have too many features. I think he had like one. But for some of the other bigger albums, there's so many different features on on there. It's just like I don't know if these guys want to be rappers or if they want to be a producer and, and turn it to turn it to Khaled, be the next Khaled. But um, yeah, so this album, Melly's still in prison. They're saying like free Melly, but like he's still in prison. I don't think they're gonna free him anytime soon. He allegedly, I think, killed one of his best friends and put him in a, some crazy thing. You have to look it up. Basically, he's he's being a, a temp, I don't even know the actual terminology. All I know is that. If he gets convicted, which there is a chance he could, it's going to be a long sentence. Like, he, they're, they're charging him for some pretty serious stuff like murder. So, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at, like, but why do people say free melee when he, like, uh, anyways. Um, getting into the actual album. So, the quality of the album, I feel like is very above average. And when I say that, I don't mean the entire album. I just mean like certain tracks like so the biggest thing with 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 just a matter of slime is just that i mean obviously he's had singles with other artists but the biggest thing is that he's very creative himself 
Now, I didn't want to compare him to Juice World because I feel like they're two different artists. But YNW Melly definitely gives me vibes of heartbreak type music, heartbreak melodic music. And that's not all Juice World was, but at his most popular, uh, at his when he was most popular, that's what they knew him for. I mean, the shadows in my room, then told me put my heart in the bag and nobody gets hurt. Like, that's just heartbreak melodic music. And with YNW Melly, I got a lot of those vibes from this album, which is something, because Juice World, I was a huge fan. Like, Juice World literally, I don't think I've ever listened to an artist more than Drake in one year, like in a collective, as far as like when the Spotify numbers come out, like Drake is always the top. And before Juice World, even after he the, the year before, the current year and the after, he Juice World was my number one listened to artist. I just thought he was amazing, an amazing talent. As far as YNW Melly though, he's the same, he, not the same. I want to be careful with because I don't really think anyone's on Juice World's level. I don't think anyone has been on Juice World's life. It's like, if if an artist is close to Juice World, they're missing something else. Like, Juice World had a lot of different tools that he, he, he used. I mean, as far as, like, freestyling, singing, rapping, melodies. But with YNW Melly, basically what I'm trying to say is that he's a unique talent, and he gives me, he, he gives off Juice World-type vibes. And that just is 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 more of a testament to him than anything because track number one, I mean he's he's been in jail. He hasn't been able to record new music, so we're basically going off of old things that he's already had in the in the files. So this is just his label putting together whatever they can and putting features to fill in the holes. So with track number one, Mind of Melvin, Melvin, if I'm not mistaken, I think this was. I have to look. I think this was a single. I think this came out before the album. No, no, it didn't. Thug Doubt with Kodak Black came out before the album, I believe. Okay, so Mind of Melvin featuring Lil Uzi Vert was a new track. I feel like that was a great track to start off the album with. And the biggest thing with YNW Melvin and Lil Uzi Vert is that Uzi is very specific with his features or his team is very specific and whoever's the mind behind that they need to they need to keep that job because they're definitely giving putting uzi in the best lights to shine because uzi vert definitely shines on this track and ynw melly gives us a, a great intro to the album track number two can't really say the title of this track let's just call this young <laughs> because you know of course this podcast you know we try to be pg to affect the masses anyways the track is called young featuring hot boy and ynw gunna now i thought this was just gunna rapping the brand but obviously it's not this is a totally different artist and he does that, that artist does okay it's probably not it's one of the more average tracks on the album um, but it's definitely not bad hot boy I, I really don't even I, not just like sound like negative but i don't remember his verse like i don't i just don't remember track number three thug Dow featuring kodak black this is one of the best tracks on the album him i mean it's a single so it's hard to, it's hard for me to like 
judge it based off of it being a single because when you put out a single you're obviously telling your fans this is one of the best tracks i believe off of my upcoming project that's what a single is supposed to do with thug Dow featuring kodak black when i'm listening to it it's just like I don't know, they're like a perfect fit. Kodak Black and YNW Melly, I'm not, I don't really wanna go into detail on why I feel like they're as much of a perfect fit, but I feel like the, the backgrounds have something to do with it and also the way that they speak and speak on their life experiences, they very much mesh in a way that, it's kinda like Lil Baby and Dirk, the way that their background are, are, were formed, they have a lot of similarities. So they're pulling from a lot of the same things. So it's kind of it kind of meshes more. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I feel with Thug Dow, and I feel like that's why it's one of the best tracks on this album. Then we get into track number four, Take Care. I feel like this was an unfinished track, and they just put Baby and Dirk on it to save it. Basically, you just have a, a chorus for Melly and, and Baby and Dirk are just giving their each respective verses, which Baby and Dirk at this point, hopefully they don't try to do the whole group thing because. When you're good as a solo artist, when you sell as a solo artist, you never want to group up with another artist if it doesn't make sense. And for Dirk, it definitely makes sense. For Baby, not so much, I believe. Because the numbers that you do together, you could have done alone and probably even probably even more. Like collab tapes never do as much as like solo for some reason. I think people feel like collab tapes is, is easier for the artist, which I mean, technically it is because you're giving half the amount of Versus, you know, than you would on your own tape. So yeah, track number five. Oh yeah, then we get into track number five. Now this is the track that I was just like, yeah, this album is different. Track number five, Pieces, featuring Queen Nyjah. This is one of. Wait, hold on. Let me make sure I didn't miss. Okay, so I missed. I missed one. Thugged Out featuring Kodak Black is, is when I was going to play a snippet. Usually I play three snippets out of the album to keep it fair with all the albums I review. So Thugged Out featuring Kodak, Kodak Black was one of the snippets I was going to play. And um, yeah, so I'm going to play that because I miss, I miss, I forgot to play it when I was talking about the track. But anyways, I can go back. It's not, it's not, not that big of a deal. <laughs> so here is Thugged Out with YNW Melly and Kodak Black. I don't know what you might think, but this is the life I chose, and this is the life for me, cause baby I'm a thug. Yeah, this track 
well, that track was definitely one of the best tracks off of the album. I'm not going back into my like my review of that track, but I would say Kodak Black and YNW Melly, that type of chemistry is is hard to. I mean, it, it wasn't even the same. Well, I don't think they was in the same studio because Melly's in, in prison, but they may have recorded it in the past. You know, a lot of these are from the past, if not all of them. So, I really like that track. Um, the the message was was pretty interesting as, as far as what they both were saying in their verses, and that's one of the things that that kind of stood out to me too on this album. He's he's saying he's saying things that's like life reflecting, and it's not really it's not really just this. I mean, it's the same old topics, but it, it's is when he put his life and he put some of the aspects of his life into it, which is something I always gravitate towards. Cause like, if you're just going to talk about something that everybody else talks about, then I'm just like, why, why am I listening to specifically you when I can listen get that from anybody else? So yeah, but we was on pieces because that was the second snippet that I had. Now, before I get into that snippet, Pieces is one of my favorite tracks of 2021. Like literally listening to this track gives me gives me Juice World, Lucid Dream vibes. Like I think it was Lucid Dreams. Is that the Shadows in My Room song? I think so. I believe uh, Lucid Dreams is. I, for, I forget. You know, sometimes I don't know how I forget Juice World. I mean, Juice World's been like, you know, he's. He's been passed away for a while now, so it's kind of hard to keep up with his actual tracks. No, uh, Robbery. Robbery. So, told me put my heart in the bag and nobody gets hurt. Or she told me put my heart in the bag and nobody gets hurt. That That's the one this, this track reminds me of. It's more of like a, a, a heartbreak type type track. But it's so melodic that it's just so catchy. Like the replayability factor. Love's track tracks in general. If you haven't seen like the statistics... The best way, the best topic to, to maximize your chances of getting a hit is basically talking about love or relationship or anything surrounding that. So with Pieces, it's just a great track overall. Like I love the message. I love the feature, Queen Niger. She killed it. YNW Melly, I mean, super melodic over this whole entire track. So now I'm gonna play a little snippet. This is the second snippet out of three that I have for this entire album. And what's that? Okay, so this is the second snippet out of three that I have for the album. So here, here is pieces with YNW Melly and Queen Nigel. Cause I believe I played the, yeah, I did play the beginning of pieces at the beginning of this segment. So I'm gonna play Queen Nigel's verse.
said that you were leaving. Some albums I review, and it's like, it's not a chore because I'm talking about music, but it's more of a tedious thing to get through sometimes. With this album, I mean, a lot of albums I, I enjoy, but there's only certain albums that it's just like, like, not the last part, because I really like Nas' album, but some of these albums are hard, harder to review because it's the the uniqueness is, is not really there. You know, it's very much talking about the same thing. And for YNW Melly, if you can't tell, like I really enjoy this track. And so, so for this album, like it, it's just as a collective body of work is very much above average. And for him to be gone so long in prison, and for his label to these are basically like scraps. Like he's not in the studio laying new verses so for them to put this together with, with that is just amazing so yeah we're gonna move on track number six loving my life i thought that track was i thought that track was pretty good i think that was one of the more yeah i think that was one of the solo one of the two solo tracks one of the three uh solo tracks so yeah that was pretty interesting but it, it was okay it wasn't too crazy Track number seven, Capri Sun, Capri Sun Fun. What type of title? <laughs> Honestly, bro, like, what? What do they? I don't even want to know what rap, what type of stuff they probably trying to experiment with. Anyways, um, YNW Melly and, and Young Thug. This is a this is a good track. I like this. This is a very solid track. Capri Sun Fun, which I never I never really thought about that title like that until I just said it out loud. That track is, the title of the track is just, is wild. Like, like, what's, what's the point? <laughs> track number eight, Best Friends, featuring Lil TJ, is the last track that, uh, as far as snippets that I have for the album. Both of these guys are, I feel like Lil TJ definitely recorded this, recorded this after, like, hearing the track. Like, he was, like, I feel like a lot of these artists did that, but some of the artists, like Uzi and Kodak Black, I felt like they was like actually in the studio with them, which seems crazy, but I don't know. It, it, it feels like it was more chemistry. With Lil TJ, he definitely comes in he, and does his part. I like his verse. I like the way he came different. You know, he very much switched up the, the vibe of the track while also keeping the quality at the same level and even higher. So, YNW Melly that gave a good chorus and verse, but... I feel like this was one of the better tracks off of the album. So this is this is the third and final snippet that I have for the album. So here is Best Friends for Life by YNW Melly and Little TJ. That's my wife. 
my best friend. I would never lie, I would forget. Be honest with you, baby girl. Cause I ain't trying to lie to you, baby girl. Put your fingers to the side, ain't never use your heart, and I'm talking no pride for you, baby girl. I know a couple try to do you wrong. Girl, I met you back in New York, you ain't ready doing your thing Everything drip, shorty too thick You can tell banana shit, I want no shame You can tell banana shit, I want no shame I never let a child play with your name Made my bitch, now everything changed She been on that shit, so I made her my main Shorty with whatever, any mini girl Tell her she ain't worried about she tryna tryna get back Now she ain't a rich bitch, she want cash Tryna introduce her, so she ain't hot She ain't on my body, so I told her my bad I'm rich, I can treat you like I'm your dad Nobody hate her, we can leave her more mad so yeah, you could tell Lil TJ definitely went all out Or the label was just like Hey, we got a huge gap We need you to give at least a, a 32 bar verse <laughs> But anyway, either or It was definitely a great verse And I, I enjoyed it for what it was and after that track we got into track number nine for our part featuring kevin gates not gonna lie i felt like this could have been like more of, i don't know i just had i think I had, my expectations was too high for this collaboration but i still thought it was a good track if that makes sense like i thought this would be like the best track by far on the album but it just turned out to be a solid track which is nothing wrong with that it was just it just means my expectations was too high Track number 10, Green Sight. I thought that track was okay. Nothing too crazy. It's probably one. It's probably on, like, if there was a ranking as far as album tracks, this would be towards the bottom. Track number 11, Freddy Krueger. Remix featuring, featuring Future and T Grizzly. Now, that is a combo right there. That track is good. I like it. I like this. I like the way that they had T Grizzly trying to fit in a verse in the last 10 seconds. Like, wow. Why is that even necessary? Like, <laughs> like I feel like T Grizzly didn't have that much time on the track, but maybe that's just me. But yeah, so I don't know. I, I feel like it was a solid track. Should have had more T Grizzly. Track number twelve is one of the most childish tracks. One of, no, one of the most childish, childish choruses I've ever like not ever heard, but I've because. Baby Shark, like that track, like Baby Shark is fire, like Baby Shark, dude. Now just play. <laughs> Baby Shark is pretty fire. I'm like, <laughs> but that, but obviously that's for kids, so it's childish. But this track right here is from a from a grown man, <laughs> from a grown man, and he's saying na 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 boo boo in the in in the chorus. I wish I would have put this as a snippet, but yeah, I, for, I don't know. I, hold on, can I? Usually I only play three snippets for for like just to be fair, but like this chorus is just so childish. I just like y'all have to hear what I'm. Is the vaccine safe? Oh, is the vaccine safe? Oh, see, see how you just pop, you just pop into my my podcast. You just trying to get you to take the vaccine. I mean, technically I have the vaccine, but you know, I don't really think that matters. Like as far as if you have it or not. I mean, we all still have to wear masks, so. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not, I'm definitely not a politician. Um, let's, let's get into. Yeah, so basically I want y'all to hear what I'm talking about. So here's a snippet of, of this childish, very childish verse, of course. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like y'all hear what I'm talking about? Like it's just very childish. It's just like, why? Why is that? Why is that thing? Why? Why? Why is he rapping like that? I don't understand. Like I don't know if he made this track for one of his sons or daughters. I don't know if he has any kids, but like that's a very childish chorus and verse. And and the way that the, the what makes it even worse is that I was actually vibing to the track. Like I actually like this track because the beat is like pretty good. Like it, when I feel like when I think I said this when I was talking about Migos. When you have a very simplistic chorus, usually it's because the beat is fire. And if the beat's not fire, it usually just means it's because it's a bad song. But when the when the chorus is very simplistic, like this is, the, the beat like has to be fire, and I felt like it was. So this track was listenable, and as far as replayability factor, I don't know if it's high, but as far as quality factor, I think it's above average. So yeah, that's my overall review overall review of this album. Like it, it it was a great album. Like I really really enjoy listening to this, and it is just crazy because YNW Melly is in jail. And what if he's convicted? So, it's a whole... I, I don't have time to get into it, but it's a whole different subject with YNW Melly because, like, people will cancel people like Tory Lanez for allegedly shooting Megan Thee Stallion in the foot. But YNW Melly allegedly murdered somebody that he knew that was close friends in, like, a crazy way to, like, they went on to say, like, drove around put him in the trunk or something like some type of way he murdered him and tried to hide the body now that's not if, if for dsps and playlisting like spotify don't well not it's not spotify because we love spotify <laughs> but all platform all platforms in general no okay I, I guess it would be spotify well it would be apple playlisting too anyways the music playlisting like the black they blackball artists and they take them off playlisting, which cuts their revenue in half because they're not getting out to as as a big of an uh, audience as they would if they was on a playlist. So for YNW Melly, it's not the case though. So it's very pick and it's very weird how they pick and choose which artists they want to cancel. It's almost like it's a mob mentality, and when it's a mob mentality, then your business, your business, uh, what's it called? Your business plan is not bulletproof like it's a very flawed business plan because if you're gonna do a mob mentality what happens when they try to cancel an artist that makes you a lot of money like in general like what if Drake what if they convince you wish it would never happen to take Drake off your playlisting Drake could make his own streaming service and still sell as much as any top artist that you have so it's kind of weird how it works like that but anyways I don't have enough time to get into that but that's that's one of the points that I thought about when, when thinking of this whole playlisting with YNW Melly but canceling other artists so yeah click my link in my bio and let me know what on one of my social medias what's your favorite what's your favorite track off of the YNW Melly Mally, who who is Mally? Anyways, YNW Melly, just a matter of slime album, and what would? I already asked, what was your favorite track? Anyways, I think I'm ready to go on to the next se segment. I've been talking about this album for for a little bit, but that should let you know that I really I really enjoyed the album. And pieces is one of the best songs of 2021. Okay.
now let's switch it up and get into Marvel Avengers War for Wakanda. So Marvel's Avengers War for Wakanda is the expansion that will include Black Panther. So that's Black Panther's introduction into Marvel's Avengers the video game. Now as far as Marvel's Avengers the video game coming well the, the expansion coming out in August 16th the biggest thing with that is Marvel's Avengers is not a good game in the slightest like I'm a huge Marvel fan so for me to be saying this it has to be a really bad game I even enjoyed some of the movie Spider-Man games back in the past this game is trash <laughs> this game Marvel Avengers is pretty terrible like honestly if I had to guess what made them go with this strategy, it was probably looking at the likes of Warzone, Fortnite, Apex, and they was just like, let's just build our own version of a live service. Oh, and I can't forget Destiny. Let's just build our own version of a live service and add characters to it as we go. Sounds good until you figure out that the game is filled with repetitive gameplay, fighting endless, endless amount of robots with the same roster of heroes. Like it's, it's very hard to put. Like this game is just bad. Like overall, the game is bad. There's a lot of anti-gamer type things in the game, meaning that. For, for certain upgrades and, and skins they they like they make it in a way to where you have to put so many hours into the game which which they really don't even want you to is the 2k effect they just want you to buy in current well they want you to buy in-game currency to, to pay for skins so it's very much a, a pay not to win well yeah well not pay to win but pay for Skins and it's a very, it's a very, it's a very interesting system. Like they try to, the way they try to get us at first was they try to trick fans into thinking that oh, there's no microtransactions, but there is microtransactions, but it doesn't affect the game, so it's not pay to win. So it's technically not pay to win, but the microtransactions, as far as leveling up your character, unlocking different special abilities. Might as well be pay, pay to win because the grinding in this game is pretty insane. As you can tell, I'm not a huge fan of this game. Black Panther coming to the game is not really something that's going to bring me back. But it is something that I feel like should be covered as gaming news is kind of low, low, uh, well, low in general. Like gaming news is, is not as high as it as it used to be. And that's because of the pandemic. I feel like it slowed everything down as far as production-wise. It takes a lot of people to make these video games. Pandemic comes and you have to be in your own house. It's, it, it's, it's harder to collaborate as, as developers. But putting that to the side, I think I will only come back to Marvel Avengers if I see they actually fix the game. If one, I, I see they actually fix the game. Or if two, well, which is rumored to maybe getting canceled but they said that spider-man is supposedly coming to the game towards the end of this year so we're gonna see if that actually happens if that actually happens i'm gonna come back to marvel avengers and then 
and that's when i'll probably play all the dlc combined because i think it's like hawkeye had his own dlc stuff his his daughter had his own like and then black panther had his own and then spider-man comes well i don't think he'll be the next one like after black panther but i mean it's a safe bet so but yeah so i don't really have too much to say about this i really feel like this, this is not something that should be publicized like this game is trash so i don't as a marvel fan it just hurts my heart like honestly i look at this game and every time i just see wasted potential like every time i see a game that i could be playing every single day just turn into a game that's just very very much for the for the company other than the other than the the fans like it's not very much for the fans it's for the company like they're trying to get microtransactions out of you and there's ways to do that but the grinding in this game is just it's really it's really just the repetitive missions and the protect the protect the computer while the endless robots come at you like every single time like it's just very bad it's a very bad game so yeah that's all i have for that uh click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of the new expansion coming to marvel avengers called war for wakanda and now we're going to switch it up again to sway lee and jack harlow ball is life Jack Harlow and Sway Lee. Jack Harlow's team seems like he's putting, they are putting him with all the right artists of African-American descent. <laughs> but anyways, this this track is, is very much solid. Like it, it's very, am I getting ahead of myself? Hold up, I'm just, I'm getting ahead of myself. This track, Ball is Life, is from Sway Lee and Jack Harlow and it's on the Madden 22, the Madden NFL. 22 soundtrack but the biggest thing with this is that not all the tracks are like like sway lee hasn't released too many solo singles so for him to put this out for a soundtrack it's still big because he's putting out music and his fans are like he's been away for a little bit not not a long time i mean sway lee definitely gives us a consistent dose of music but he's been away for a little bit so with him with him putting that out and then Jack Harlow hopping on it. Then you have a track that's very much a solid track and above average for a video game track, Like I feel like. So you're licensing with Madden, you're licensing a bunch of different tracks 
to try to get the feel of what the culture is at the at that point in time but at the at the same time you're not really coming out with your own original soundtrack so it's kind of like hard like you're spending so much money on licensing fees and putting that music into your game but then at the, on the other hand you're also making you uh, money off of the people who's buying the actual madden game so it's a very slippery slope but at the same time i feel like the track is not is not nothing too special but it's just it's, it's one of those where it's, it's whatever you you it's, it's to each his own like it's not a great it's not a amazing track but it's not bad at all Jack Harlow's verse definitely started off slow at first I was like what is this but then he picked it up a little bit but as far as the overall I feel like the track was just solid to say the least like it's very much well can't really say the least on the podcast you kind of have to explain it but so um but um so yeah so with the actual track it's just like it's, it's okay it's, it's not it's nothing too crazy Tway Lee definitely gives good vocals Jack Harlow gives a very mediocre verse but I mean at the end of the day I mean what you want a solid track or something that's out of the norm and people hate on it and it's on your video video game official soundtrack so but I am going to play Jack Harlow's verse so y'all can hear what he had to offer as far as his verse. And I'm going to play that right now. I used to burn CDs and pass them around. I used to email the venues and ask them if I could be opening an act for the rappers that's passing through town. I used to be the one kids in my city was laughing about. I used to envision everything happening now. I used to ride the bus and listen to Kendrick Lamar He just liked the video that I made back when I started to study his bars yeah. I like to think that he probably related to someone that's come so far To someone that wanted it badly, then when it got it and turned to a star Overly dedicated, a title that resonated I wanna be recognized, I wanna be decorated Truthfully back then I couldn't imagine a life where I never made it Go ahead and let him hate it It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Whether you're a gamer, anime fan, or pop culture aficionado, Loot Crate's got you covered. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates. Produce interactive experiences and digital content and film original video productions. In its first five years, Loot Crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe. No matter what you geek about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. Exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door. So why wait? Subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away. Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com. So yeah, I don't really have too much to say about that track. I think it was a very solid track. I like the collaboration between Sway Lee and Jack Harlow, but as far as the actual quality, I think it was very much watered down for the soundtrack, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it wasn't a bad track, it just wasn't an amazing track. It was just mediocre. So yeah, click my link tree in my bio, let me know on one of my social medias. 
what do you think of the Madden NFL 22 soundtrack and what do you think of this track in, in specific? So now we're going to get into the overview of the pod, Lizzo, and we started with Lizzo and Cardi B rumors. That track was very much fire. I like the, the biggest thing I like about that track is that Cardi B doesn't hold back on what bothers her and Lizzo doesn't hold back on what bothers her. So they're very much, people call it like the oppression, oppression Olympics, but at the same time, like some people do go through mental health and are as equipped with the mental tools that you have to deal with those type of things so it's kind of i kind of am more sympathetic to those type of things then we got into and then we got into ynw ynw melly just a matter of slime that's his album well the latest album that he put out i believe this is a very much above average album for him to be in prison like i feel like he wasn't able to get in the studio at all being in prison i mean it'd be kind of hard so for his label to go back and, and find old files and put this together I think it was definitely spectacular. Getting into Marvel, and then we got into Marvel Avengers, War for, War for Wakanda. I basically wanted to talk about this to, to, to basically talk about my distaste for Marvel's Avengers and how much I really, really dislike this game. Like, it's just, it's very much trash. Then we got into, <laughs> then we ended with Sway Lee and Jack Harlow, Ball is Life. I talked about how the the track is very much mediocre, but for the NFL soundtrack, I mean, you're not really trying to go too crazy for EA. So, yeah. That's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. your dreams from the notorious mass effect whether you're a gamer anime fan or pop culture aficionado loot crate's got you covered founded in 2012 loot crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes loot crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment gaming sports and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates produce interactive experiences and digital content and film original video productions in its first five years loot crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe no matter what you geek about loot crate has a subscription box for you exclusive collectibles apparel and gear delivered to your door so why wait subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com.